So sequels, am I right? Oh my god. <laughs> you nailed it. Yeah, I know, right? You nailed it. Crazy. I don't know how to convincingly support you for that. I truly I don't Why don't we do an episode on it? Okay, deal. What a great idea. Yeah. It's fantastic. Oh my god. <laughs> That might be my least favorite part of doing a podcast is trying to think of like clever intros to our takes and our episodes. You didn't have to think of that one. I, I saved the day. You. Mm, all right. OK. Um, great job. You did a great job. Thank Thanks. you. Thank you for that. I was inspired. Uh, we just saw Into the Spider-Verse. No. Nope. And you had the Across the Spider-Verse. Yep. OK. That one. The second one and you were like hey let's do an episode on it and my first thought was like i don't really know how to do that because i feel like my final thoughts were just that it was fucking amazing you leave that movie theater feeling so worthless about your i did at least feeling so worthless about myself because it's like i can never amount to anything as good as that ever in my life and neither will any of you goodbye everyone <laughs> That's the episode for today. Without watching it a second time, I don't really know the specifics of what I could pull from it that I really, really liked or really, really disliked. So I figured that would be really difficult. However, we are planning an episode for next week that is also kind of a movie pair. And it's it has a sequel. And I figured let's explore sequels for this episode because sometimes they can be really good and sometimes they can be really bad and I wanted to pick your brain about it. Wait, this was your idea? Sure was. I thought I just came up with it. Okay, okay. So the plan was, I thought it might be fun to come up with your top three favorite sequels, and then your bottom three favorite sequels, or your least favorite sequels. And I know we discussed possibly doing sequels of sequels, like third, fourth, or fifth, etc. installments of certain franchises, but I think... To keep it simpler, we're probably just going to do like the follow-up of the original movies. Yeah, because sequel used to just mean the second movie, you know, like in a trilogy. Like, because movies really only ever got like trilogies. Well, now everything is a fucking franchise. And so there are more sequels coming out now than there ever have been. And some movies have, you know, eight, nine, ten sequels. So if we look at it as just the first movie to come after the original that's what we're going to be looking at today because honestly if we just looked at all sequels i told jordan this in my top 10 favorite movies i think there are four sequels in it (laughs) and it's like you already know that so that kind of takes the fun out of it so we have top three and bottom three and then i guess some honorable mentions this was really difficult because i think my honorable mentions are just like sequels that i just liked i tried to keep my top three sequels sequels that i thought were much better than the first movie but i am going to bring up a couple where i thought that the the two were comparable or at least similar gotcha gotcha but yeah we can talk about that okay that's perfect i love that idea but first off speaking of sequels that are better than the original across the (laughs) spider-verse now i understand that it is a lot to take in it was a lot for me to take into i am a spider-man fan in that like i've read a couple comic books i've seen every movie and 
I enjoy all of it, right? You know, I'm, I, I, I like it, but I'm not like unbelievably well-versed. I knew who Miguel O'Hara and Jessica Drew and like Spider-Gwen and Miles Morales, I knew who these people were before these movies, but like I didn't really know much about them, you know? And so beyond... I didn't know Spider-Man existed before this movie. Uh, this was all fresh yeah. to me. Jordan was born earlier this week. And so look how good I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) You're killing it. Uh, Yeah. So like this movie had an effect on me that was similar to the effect that no way home had on me, which is that like, I was sort of overwhelmed with a lot of nostalgia and Easter eggs that were coming at me to the point where I was like, I think once a certain cameo happened, I just never stopped crying. You know what I'm talking about? And so, I mean, it was just, it's just overwhelmingly awesome. The fact that they are willing to kind of be like, yeah, we own all this shit. Here you go. And I just, it just makes me very happy (laughs) in that regard. That is like the icing on the cake though, because it's one of the most beautiful movies I've ever seen. Yep. I love these characters. Every single character is brilliant. Even the new ones. When I started to realize that like we weren't going to get like Spider-Ham and, you know, a lot of Peter B. Parker and stuff like that, we were kind of getting new spider people. It was like, oh, okay. And but I still really liked the new people as well. You know, Mm -hmm. I think like the the villain in this movie is not only hysterical, but it's just like a visual beast. Yeah. Like it lends itself to uh, how incredible looking the movie is. Also, the ability to make it so slapstick but not cheesy. Like yeah. the way the way that he moves and interacts with his environment, and like I didn't even realize that he was going to be the villain in the beginning, just because he was so kind of clumsy and klutzy. I thought he was maybe going to team up with him or something because he was really funny. The way that he transformed and the way that his character developed throughout the movie was just amazing i will say that like i don't i don't know that i thought that this person would be the main villain just because again like i didn't really take him seriously either um like they don't and but it makes perfect sense for what this movie is about and what the kind of abilities that this guy has even like aside from all of the superhero stuff like the emotional beats that we get with parents and their children Yep. Across the board, like from Miles's yep. parents to Gwen's dad to Peter B. Parker and Mayday, which was like the fucking – I just – I have a niece and I'm going to get her one of those hats. <laughs> I'm like I want that so bad. I, I don't know. It just like – it literally made me so happy walking out of there. Just like with the first one, we could probably do an entire episode picking it apart. That's also one that I definitely want to see in theaters as many times as possible. Like before it leaves, I would very much like to see it again at least one more time. Yeah. Maybe even give it a try in IMAX. When we when we were looking at screens, it was Thursday nights, was opening night. The premium screens, those theaters were packed. Not surprised. Yeah, yeah. But I was just like, I don't know that I like care that much we can just sit close to a smaller screen i didn't feel like our screen was small i mean i felt fine i didn't hate my experience at all and we didn't have to worry there weren't like a thousand people around us which was good yeah i always worry at movies like that that are geared towards like families as well is that like a kid or a teenager or something like that (laughs) will ruin the experience for me i mean i've had adults ruin experiences for me but i just feel like it's more likely yeah that a kid will that's why i'm waiting 
for as long as possible to see the little mermaid. I do want to see that one in theaters, but I don't want to see it anytime soon, or at least I'm going to give it some, some breathing room first, but uh, I get it. Yeah. It's hard. Like I want to see the flash really bad. Mm. Well, we'll see. Right. <laughs> June. It's like a gauntlet. Like movies are coming out every single weekend, multiple movies. So, you know, some of these movies are going to underperform, <laughs> but I doesn't seem to be Spider-Man because I think it opened to like 120 something, 120 million, which is impressive. It was a lot better than the first one did. So that's good. I don't see how it wouldn't win another best animated Oscar. Like I, the animation that Disney's popping out nowadays, like, oh, I don't think one more. I'm not worried about it. So no comparison. Yeah, absolutely. No comparison. Yeah. Yeah, I think the success and the just pure wonder that these movies have brought have given me full faith that the third one is just going to be 10 times as amazing. Yeah, like it's so weird that they would win Best Animated Feature and then sort of change up their creative team for the sequel. Uh, but they did, and it worked. It worked um, for And sure. I think this is the same creative team that then turned around and made this third one so like i can't imagine what like the end to the story will be it's gonna be amazing now i will say that like i think i was expecting more of like a bad cliffhanger knowing this was a two-parter i was expecting like more of a an alarming cliffhanger something like infinity war which was like are you not alarmed i'm alarmed okay i'm alarmed (laughs) i'm more excited because of really like the last kind of thing we see i'm like oh yeah we'll be fine (laughs) Go see it. It's really good. If you're at all interested in Spider-Man, even if you're not, if you think like animated movies are just cool. Yeah. Yeah. I've had conversations with people that where I'm like, you know, I don't really like actiony superhero movies. Even if you're not into that, these are fantastic movies. Like they are phenomenal movies. If somehow you haven't seen this movie and you're like a Spider-Man fan and a comic book fan, (laughs) then like, I don't know what to tell you. You need to have, you need to go right now. I'm eager to go off and watch another Spider-Man movie because they, it seems like a great, you know, character. So yes, there's a couple good ones. Any you'd recommend? Yes. (laughs) Two really good ones. And then there were three kind of bad ones. And then there's been three really good ones again. So Good to know. Kind of sounds like Star Wars. A little bit. There were three really good ones, three really bad ones, two really good ones, and then a really bad one. <laughs> anyway, uh, did you want to get into your top and bottom three? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. My first on the worst list, I don't think this will come as a surprise to you, but it's Iron Man 2. Okay. So, okay. So, Iron Man 1 is like the start of the MCU. I don't love it as much as like say i love iron man 3 and a ton of the movies that come after it but like iron man 1 is a fucking awesome movie and iron man 2 is not it is a (laughs) mess like they just had too many things that they had to do too many boxes that they had to check off too many storylines that they had to start i don't know it was a mess it's the only thing in my opinion uh maybe I guess Cowboys and Aliens is kind of weird, too. And The Lion King uh, is just a direct ripoff. But it's one of three really bad things that I think Jon Favreau's ever done. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, I don't know where you're going with this. But... I love Jon Favreau, but he, he messed up. He dropped the ball on this one. <laughs> Very similar to yours, um, where 
I kind of loved the first, really hated the second, but loved the third. Because you, the Iron Man 3 is your favorite, right? Yeah. Austin Powers. Fuck you. Loved the first one, obviously. The second one, just huge letdown. And we did an episode on this. It's not a surprise to anyone. That's for calling me crap, batty. <laughs> Seriously, it's awful. And I th- honestly, it's largely due to her. If she was not in the, I just, she just did not do well for me. But the third one, like if we were to like, if I could include this as a sequel, it would be in my top three. I'm not exaggerating when I say that the third Austin Powers movie, Goldmember, is near flawless. It is an almost perfect movie, in my opinion. Uh, I just love it so much. I don't remember our episode on it, honestly, to be honest with you. Uh, But did I laugh at that when you said that in our episode? Maybe. I don't know. Okay, because like... I. I feel like laughing at that. It's so I I like the second one and you're trifling more than the first or third. I truly don't remember. Oh my God. Goldmember is a perfect movie. I'll say it. I said it. It's a perfect movie. And this is the guy whose movie podcast you're listening to. (laughs) I'm not apologizing for that. I'm really not. It's great. It's amazing. No, it is good. I like, I, I, I like all of the Austin Powers movies. Thank you for your support. I appreciate it. I was yearning for it, and I thank you. Bite my ass. Okay, <laughs> so this is actually, I think, I could be wrong, but I think it is. I think this is actually the first Pixar movie that I didn't like. Ooh. Can I guess? What, is, what do you think it is? Is it Cars? Well, it's not Cars. Is it Cars 2? Yeah. Okay, okay. Fair enough. Yeah, honestly, I mean, it's just, it's boring. It's truly boring. Like, I really enjoyed the first Cars. Maybe it's just because I was younger and I thought it was like a cool, I don't know. I just remember like really liking all of the Pixar movies. Like, they're not being one that I disliked. And then Cars 2 happened. (laughs) And I was like, wow, this sucks. Yeah. I I don't think I've ever even attempted the third one. Me either. Is there even is there a fourth one out now or something? Oh, I, I don't I'm know. Probably eventually. Got to get that merch stuff though. Like right? there's a Toy Story five coming out. Like like three wasn't enough. <laughs> I couldn't even make it through four. I mean, like Pixar is really shit on their reputation. I'm, I'm very sorry to hear that they've let you down. I mean, like, okay, so here... I'm not mocking you, I promise. I promise. It's not that far back that they were like on top of the fucking world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, you're very right. You're very right. All right, what's your number two? My number two is Son of the Mask. I think to take something that was so beloved and so game-changing and so funny and so magnetic and just turn it into a train wreck was a big mistake. It just was not good. Was that Jamie Kennedy? Was that who that was? Probably. I've never seen it. You've never seen it, really? Uh, But you're not really talking it up, so. That was a... It was a big movie in my family. I think that was like one of the last movies that we went out to rent from the video rental store. And it just was not good. It was it was just incredibly stupid. Was the first one good? Um, Like I thought so. I mean, I haven't. Maybe not, actually. I, it's been a while <laughs> since I've seen it, but um, I don't remember the first one being very good. <laughs> but I mean, it's Jim Carrey and I remember really liking it. But then again, it's it's been so, so long since I've seen it. No, I get you. I get you. So I think what what holds up the first one is at least a little bit of nostalgia. So I love Jim Carrey, but I love like Bruce Almighty Jim Carrey. I don't like Ace Ventura, Ben, Ch- ben Carrey or Ch- Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't, who the fuck is Ben Carey? I like I don't like Ace Ventura. I yeah I I don't like the mask. I mean like 
he's just a spaz period so it's it's really the mask isn't really a deviation from his normal stuff would you ever do dumb and dumber as an episode no really are you fucking kidding me talk about bad sequels actually i really love the first one the second one is not dumb and dumberer yeah yeah what is your third least favorite this is the first movie at 17 years old in 2009 that i ever remember going to the and I looked at the movie and was like, oh, I'm too old for this now. <laughs> because, like, I truly was like, this is so dumb. Oh, no. Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. Huh. I will never, ever forget that moment because it was when The Fallen, which we finally is find is this, like, giant big monster Transformer robot thing, has wrecking ball testicles. And <laughs> Michael Bay thought it necessary to like sort of focus on them for a bit and i just was like i quit man (laughs) i I was off the transformers train right then and there see i classify those as like action movies and they were never the first one was never really my favorite to begin with and i kind of put the second one on an equal level as the first one the first one's fun it's not as stupid as like but like shia labeouf and megan fox are still on the second one right it doesn't doesn't his mom get high in college or something yeah. Well, okay. So yeah, Shia's in the first three. Megan's in the first two. And the fourth one has Mark Wahlberg. I guess the fifth one does too. And then they did like Bumblebee with Haley Steinfeld. And then the new one is the seventh movie actually. But I think it takes place like before all of the other ones except Bumblebee. And that one's got Anthony Ramos in it and a monkey robot. Yeah. I actually want to see that one. Like a King Kong bot. His name is Optimus Primal. I was like, oh, that's bitching. (laughs) Clever, clever, clever. My last one on this list, and I said I didn't put them in any order, but I'm saying this one last because I think it was the biggest letdown. Like I liked the first one so much that knowing the second one exists is very, very sad. Jeepers Creepers. What a fucking letdown. I think the first one was... Near Perfect is phenomenal cast, phenomenal story. Um, it's a shame. I remember wanting to do it for an episode, and then you had mentioned that something's wrong with the director. Like, he was canceled for some yeah, reason. Yeah, he's a rapist. Oh, fun. Okay. Um, yeah, he's a statutory rapist. That's not good. Okay. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I, I like the movie, too, but I don't feel comfortable talking about it. Fair enough. But, yeah, Justin, Justin Long... We tried to, what, what was it? Oh, Galaxy Quest the other night came on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, my God, Justin Long. And I was like, oh, my God, this is funny. Because I, I walked into the other room. You were in the kitchen. And I kind of walked in, walked into the kitchen and was like, I'm sitting there thinking, why do I have such like a bad taste in my mouth for Justin Long? Like, why am I like, <laughs> oh, he's cool, but I hate him. And I was thinking about it. And I'm like, oh, Barbarian. That'll do it. That'll do it. Would you do Galaxy Quest for an episode? Fuck yes. I love Galaxy Quest. I'm so glad to hear that. I love that movie too. Just an excuse to watch Galaxy Quest again. Hell yeah. And we just watched it. Well, I mean a little (laughs) bit of it, but still, yeah. Love Galaxy Quest. Okay, so now that all that negativity is out of the way. I'm going to list some honorable mentions before we get into our best because I think that these movies work very well with pairs. Like, I think they work well with their sequels. Okay, cool. Scooby-Doo. I think both of those movies are fantastic. They fit well together. I thought about Scooby-Doo, but Scooby-Doo one is better. But they do fit well together. I like, I love them both. I love them both. I do like It Chapter 1 better than Chapter 2, 
but I think there are a lot of things in it. Chapter two that I really love that I would be sad without, even though I think the first one's a little bit better. I think those work well as a pair as well. Like the Chinese restaurant. Yeah. That was a letdown. Wait, really? Yeah. I think compared to the book or like how, how good it could have been. Uh, see, I fucking hated the book. <laughs> I liked that part. It chapter one is a lot better than it chapter two, but there are still a lot of really good parts for sure. I think for, I don't know why this sticks out to me, but when uh, he's coming after adult Richie in that park and the lumberjack thing, like yeah. that was just horrifying. And I really, really loved the, those parts both in the book and the movies. And I'm glad that the second one exists, but I do like the first one better. And I'm very much looking forward to this TV show that's coming out about it. I, that'll be fun. I hope it comes out. Do you think it won't? I definitely think it will. It just feels like it's taking forever. Yeah, true. The first two Shrek movies are, I think they work very, very well as a pair. Yo, I didn't even think of Shrek. Shrek 2 is fucking much better than Shrek 1. But like, And they're both fantastic. Yeah, yeah. they're both But Shrek good. 2 wins, I think. And then honorable mention, Borat. Oh my god. Both Borat 2 is so good. Yeah. I love I love the first Borat, but Borat 2 is fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, I think they work really well together. Really great. <laughs> yeah. Way to go, way to go. I have three honorable mentions too. All three of them are ruined by movies that come after it. Okay. Bad sequels to those films. And then two of them are not technically the second entry, and I'll explain. But let me go ahead and, and talk about this first one first. The Devil's Rejects. Okay, so that is the sequel to Rob Zombie's House of a Thousand Corpses. With the clown... Um, what's his name? Captain Spaulding. Yes, yes. I love those movies. <laughs> for, okay, so there are a lot, for sure. And I think my taste level has changed since I was putting those, like, you know, amongst my favorite movies. But it's still a very well-made movie, and it's still a lot better than the first one. Devil's Rejects is a lot better, in my opinion, than House of a Thousand Corpses. I think it's just a much more entertaining, interesting movie. Um, but then Three from Hell came out, and that movie is just so garbage. It's just like a dumb retread of Devil's Rejects. So it made me... Like all of them less. So I'm sorry about that. There's one. My other two, when I say that they're not technically second entries, it's because they are sequels to reboots. Even though the reboots are technically like not rebooting the timeline. So, okay, first off, X-Men Days of Future Past is a sequel to X-Men First Class, which really was their attempt to start again, even though x-men days of future past like involves reaching back into the old x-men movies and that's the one where like wolverine and storm they all come back you know what i'm talking about yeah vaguely i gotta be honest i i really didn't love any of those movies so i, I don't remember a lot of days them. of future past is incredible you can eat shit okay it's beloved <laughs> i trust you okay X2, like the actual second x-men was like hailed as like one of the greatest superhero movies of all time back in the day i do like the original ones like with anna paquin and um anna paquin's in in days of future past and halle berry okay then i guess i like Halle berry's in days of future past i guess i liked the first two like the original two but as soon as you introduced uh like jennifer lawrence and that whole like the younger crew not a fan i'm sorry okay. i'm sorry no it's fine 
then it got ruined because the next one was Apocalypse, which sucked. I uh, see. I haven't even seen that one. Yes, we have. We saw it together. <laughs> uh, is that the one where Jean Grey kind of goes nuts? No. Okay, then maybe I have seen this. I don't remember. What is this one? Yeah, it was with Oscar Isaacs and he's Apocalypse. Oh, this is ringing a small bell. Yes, I do. I do okay. remember this. What is the one that I'm talking about called? At X-Men 3, The Last Stand. Okay, yeah, that's the one I've not seen. Yeah, okay. The other one is technically, again, not a sequel, but it's or it's not a second entry. But it is, again, a sequel to a reboot. The reboot being The Force Awakens and the sequel being my absolute all-time favorite Star Wars movie of all time, The Last Jedi. Nice. Solid honorable mentions. Both great movies. I know they don't kind of fit the brief, but they're they're stellar. I'll accept them. Okay, what's your first sequel? My first sequel that I love dearly, and I do love the first one, but I think the second one just overpowers the first one because it is just so fantastic. Adam's Family Values. Yeah, I love so Adam's perfect. Family Values. Yeah. Uh, Joan Cusack just, you know, coming in for the win being probably the best cinematic villain I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> um, that's an exaggeration, but she's still a really good one. Yeah, I'd hope so. <laughs> she's just great, and that whole movie is great. And the reason I bring this up is because we kind of bring it up in our next episode, and you'll see why it's similar. But to take this family and place them into like a real-world situation where no one's really aware or even you know conscious of the fact that they're different uh it just kind of is uh it's super clever and i love that and it's just a great movie yeah i definitely agree so this movie is a unique pick that i'm gonna get you to guess it okay oh no okay what's unique about this movie is that it's twist is that it is a sequel um um we were together when we saw this yeah i know let me get the order uh Glass is the third one, right? So it yeah. must be split. It yeah. was split. Yeah. That was good, when I screamed choice. out like, holy fucking shit in the theater. And you <laughs> you were like, did. don't no, tell no. me. You didn't almost. You yeah. did. Okay, I did. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I was so upset because I was like, wait a second. No, give me a second to understand it. Like I thought there was maybe more that I was missing. He just had never seen Unbreakable. But I remember like grabbing my armrest and so did the guy beside me. Like we both like were like, holy shit. (laughs) Unbelievable. And you know what? The third movie fucking ruined it too. But it was still (laughs) so good. And honestly, like like I know that we had gotten Andy Taylor Joy before that, but I feel like this was like a a big step for her. Like now she's all over the place. Love that movie. Good one. Good choice. Um, This one I'm realizing probably belongs in the middle section where the first is as good as the second. But I really love this whole trilogy. And I think the second one is my favorite of the three. The Pirates of the Caribbean movies are just amazing. And I know you really don't like the third one. But I think the second one is the best out of all three of them. So I did want to include it on my list. I think it is a sequel that outshines its surroundings. I love the second one. I think the first one is my favorite, not just because it's scarier. But yeah, I think the first and the second one are really good. Yeah, for sure. Big fan. I even like the fourth one. I've never seen the fifth one. I just, honestly, all I remember is not understanding the third one. And maybe the fourth one's bad, but I just was able to understand it. I don't remember. (laughs) The third one's very complex. I would like to watch them with you at some point, just so you can, like, kind of keep me on track. (laughs) 
Just say the fucking word. I will watch those movies anytime, any day. Okay, well, let's stay up all night tonight and do it. Um, yeah. What's your second? The second, I had a hard time not having these all just be superhero movies. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Okay, pick your favorite sequel, like direct sequel of a superhero movie, and that can be it. And I, I've told you this before. I might have said it on the podcast before. It seems like Marvel really hits their sweet spot in the third movie. Mm. So all of my favorite Marvel movies are the third ones. <laughs> Like Thor? Yeah, Thor Ragnarok. That was a joke. No, yeah, oh, Thor Ragnarok. Yes, shit. absolutely amazing. Yeah, sorry. I don't like <laughs> Thor Love and Thunder, which is number, number yeah. four. But like Guardians 3 and Iron Man 3 and Civil War, Captain America and Civil War. But this movie, while I love the entire trilogy, and I'm an apologist for the third one, even though a lot of people really don't like the third one, a lot of people don't like the first one, actually, uh, nobody argues against how incredible The Dark Knight is. Oh, good one. Good one. I mean, it. yeah. Yeah. Like, honestly, I've not been like the biggest Nolan fan lately. I could not get into Tenet. Yeah. I really did not like Dunkirk. I was let down by that. And so like, and I, I'm honestly like only vaguely interested in Oppenheimer, but I feel like I will always give him the benefit of the doubt because he has made so many of the most incredible movies. I mean, he just, and, and these are three of them. Yeah. But The Dark Knight, I mean. That just like revolutionized how people take these movies seriously. To this day, it's like the only superhero character they'll take seriously is the Joker, it seems like. <laughs> yeah, keep giving him spinoffs. Yeah, I really love the movie. I think it's, it's brilliant. I mean, like I, I could talk about all day on it, but we have a fucking episode on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. We do. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. It was a very, very good pick. Thank you. Nicely done. All right, what's your number one? My number one, I really felt indifferent about the first one. I enjoyed it, but I don't think I'd ever revisit it. Like, I've seen it. I can say that I've seen it. It was fine. It was what it was. But the second one is one of my top five favorite movies. Can you guess what it is? One of your top five favorite movies. Yeah. Hold on. Let me just go through them really quickly. <laughs> so, uh, do you want me to say it or do you want to say it? This doesn't matter. You can say it. It's 10 Cloverfield Lane. It sure as shit is because it's a fantastic movie and I love it so much. I do as well. I do as well. And we have an episode on that too, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what's there to say? It's just so good. And Mary Elizabeth Winstead and John Goodman and that other guy, Emmett. It is better than the original. And I love the original. Yeah. Also, another one where the third one is really shitty and kind of ruins some of it. But this one will always stand alone for me. They're not connected really to each other. So, like, I feel like it's okay. I feel like it'll be easy for me to just forget about the Cloverfield Paradox. It's easy to forget about it, but it's, it makes me sad because it's coming off of such a like, yes, they're disconnected, but they're still the same. But like not as sad as like Bruce Willis's character that you love throughout Unbreakable drowning in a puddle in glass. <laughs> you're right. You're correct. You're, you're absolutely right. My final one is my favorite sequel of all time. It's in my top 10 favorite movies of all time with its predecessor as well. With it, it's like the only movie where I could not choose. I could not. I had to pick both of them. It is ahead of the first one. And uh, it's Glass Onion. Oh, nice. I love Glass Onion so, so, so much. 
obviously both of these storylines are fascinating. Um, and I love a good murder mystery when he makes more. I don't see them not being added to that list either. Like I can imagine that they will soon make their way to my top favorite films of all time. It's only a matter of time. <laughs> Great picks. Thank you. Same to you. Great picks. I say that as if I'm, as if I'm surprised, but you know, it's, I think I was expecting more horror from you and more superhero from you. And I think I'm surprised that there wasn't more of those things. If we just stuck with the like the favorite sequel kind of thing, like throughout, you know what I mean? Of any of the franchise. Like, yeah, because like almost all of my favorite horror franchises, the second one's not my favorite. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and the first one isn't either. So. Well, good. I'm I'm glad that we were able to talk about some movies that, you know, maybe we've not been able to talk about yet on this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. And it's good. We want to hear what sequels that you like. So please like yeah. share them with us, send them to us on Instagram. We're at take three, the number three AMP. You can DM us there. We'd love to uh, hear like your favorites and your least favorite sequels. Maybe we'll make one of those question sticker things on our story when this comes out. Oh, I like that. Yes. Yes. Let's do that. Because I'm curious to know people's least favorite. And also, I want to know like what sequels are good together. Like, I think that's it's really satisfying when a movie can be really good the first time and the second time. Like, that's yeah, I like that. I agree. I remember the sentiment being that like sequels sucked. Like, yeah. I remember they say that in Scream 2. I mean, like, Scream 2 didn't suck. So, like, they obviously they were sort of mocking that at, even at that point. And there were movies that were good that were sequels. But like nowadays, I just feel like, you know, a lot of times the filmmakers like getting their footing on number one and then they really are able to drive it home. If you're lucky enough to get the same director, you know, they really have a grip on the story by the second one. So yep, yep. it can wind up getting a lot better. So, yeah, we can't wait to uh, hear about your guys' sequels. We hope you really like Across the Spider-Verse. And um, we hope that you'll stay tuned for next week because those movies, that episode is just shaping up, man. It's just shaping up to be a great. I, I mean, it's a great segue because it, again, is two movies that I think work very well together. And one's a sequel to the other. And it's yeah. just a silly, fun, goofy time. I love how, like, I picked it and you are, like, the one keeping us going because I would have, like, been like, no, let's stop this. Literally, since take one, even before recording take one for next week's episode, you were like, you're going to think it's stupid. And then when you, like, revealed it to me, I was like, no, this is going to be awesome. And the whole time since then, you've been like, this is dumb, let's not do it. Or, like, I can't believe we're doing this. And it's like, I, you got me excited about it. And I think it's going to be a fun episode. I'm glad because... Yeah, like, I, obviously there's a sweet spot for these films. Like, if you want to stop, I'll just do Take Three alone. Oh, that would actually be lovely. <laughs> okay. Stay tuned for next week, guys. We'll see. 